This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Thursday night to you. I hope you had an amazing day. If you didn't, that sucks. I'm sorry. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next four hours. Let me try my best to make things easy, okay? I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. I'm here with you, everybody listening all over North America. You can always listen on the free Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. You can always stay locked in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. You can tune in on, I don't know, a Sirius XM 158. And if you have a smart speaker, you can always ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. We got a busy show. But what else is new? We're inching closer to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. And so later on in the show, we'll have conversations and discussions about the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. We'll have conversations about everybody's favorite subject, the Dallas Cowboys kicker. We found out that there have been um, some rule enforcements that may have affected his kick. Wink, wink. And I'll share that with you later on in the show. We got the Bengals and the Buffalo Bills getting ready to go at it. We'll talk about that game. The NBA has recently released its latest results uh, of the All-Star voting. Speaking of All-Star voting, the uh, the Pro Bowl is no longer doing the Pro Bowl game, but they are doing multiple mini-games. This reminds me of uh, Super Smash Brothers from Nintendo. And Pete Davidson and Snoop Dogg are going to be captains? You're going to tune in? You're going to watch this? We'll talk about that. And then, of course, there are uh, more pressing issues, unfortunate issues, depending on who you are. Byron Leftwich has gotten the boot as the offensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then the Ravens had a whole lot to say today about Lamar Jackson. And so we're going to talk about it all for the next four hours. Listen, if you follow me on social media, it's at JR Sport Brief on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You already know what we're going to talk about because I posted it already. And so if you want to talk to me at the same time, you can call me up 
We got a phone number. It has a lot of phone lines. If you can get connected, good for you. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm being joined by super producer and host, Dave Shepard. Hey, Shep, how are you this evening? What's going on with you? And Jerry, I am always great, man. I, now that I'm with you, you know that. I am fascinated by the Celtics-Warriors matchup. And we may not even dive so much into that, Jerry, because there's all too much going on right now in the world of sports. We have a, we have a rematch going on from the NBA. What's going on at this moment? I saw Steph Curry hit a ridiculous three. Like, well, what's going on? You have another guy from your neck of the woods who just hit a big three that put the Celtics up by four. He used to play for that team of yours. They're playing in overtime. Jalen Brown here from Atlanta? Old man Al. Oh, Al Horford? Yes, sir. Nobody cares about Al Horford. Well, the contract would say that the Celtics care. What is he, like 80 years old right now, right? He's born in early 86, so he's 36 years old. Uh, Al Horford is only he's only 36. He's only 36, but he's been in the NBA since 2007, so obviously now a 16-year veteran. I remember watching Al Horford play in the Final Four for the Gators. He was playing with Joe Kim Noah and and uh, Brewer. Yeah, Corey Brewer and um and Lee Humphrey and Oh my god. Right. Yep. That when was Billy Donovan didn't have gray hair. 2006, um and then 07, correct. That was in 06? Yes, sir. They um, that was definitely 06, the first title. Oh my God! In the second title, they beat uh, Old Man Odin, excuse me, Greg Odin and Mike Conley and Daquan Cook and uh, oh Ron God. Lewis and all those boys. So you're telling me this was 2006 and 2007? They won in 06. Yes. Oh my God! I was Reddick's senior year and Morrison's junior year, and I thought one of those two guys was going to come out on top. I don't care about those guys in their lives. <laughs> Good for them. I don't care. I'm thinking about my life, Chef. Are you telling me about them? I don't give a damn. You and I both know Morrison and Reddick gave us some pretty good basketball moments, at least I, in college. I do not care. Fair enough. I'm thinking about the fact that this took place in 2006 and 2007. That is just, uh, that's a gut punch. Well, Brady was a three-time Super Bowl champion at the time, and LeBron was in year five. And Al Horford is 36. <laughs> yes. Where does the time go, Shep? Are you still a young man? I didn't I didn't say I wasn't. Good. I didn't say that. I said, where does the time go? It, it, listen, the more you're having fun, the more time flies. The older you get, the less time you have because it, it, in proportion to what you have, it goes by a lot faster. When you have to explain something like that, it sounds like a lie. And no, but it's not, though. Say it again? Can you say it again? Yeah, so... When, when you've been alive for 30 years, 35 years, 40 years, a year of that is about, I would say, 5%. So that seems to go a lot faster than someone who's 10, 11 years old, where one year is the equivalent of 30, 33%. So you're saying I, I've had more life to live and, and remember. Yes, sir. So time is on a continuum, and it's all relative. So what you're saying to me is... Uh... I should go back to being 11? You, well, you can pull a jack. Uh, shout out the late, great Robin Williams. Uh, that was a great move. Or just appreciate every second and moment that you have, which you already do. You should, when are you going to write a book? <laughs> I'm waiting for your book to come out. Speaking of which, seems like Stephen A., all he's doing is uh, promoting this book these days, huh? Is I, I heard he dissed Rihanna the other day. I didn't know that. He said Rihanna is not Beyonce, and then he had to say sorry. It's not going to be happy with Generation Z. 
Hey, Shep, let's, uh, we can find that. Let's, let, let's pull that up. <laughs> no, he did. This man, Stephen A. Smith, sat on Sherry Shepard's show, and then he's just like, oh, my God. Uh, it's like, oh, yeah, Rihanna is going to perform at the Super Bowl. And he, the first thing that comes out of his mouth is like, yeah, good for her, but she's not Beyonce. Right, right. This man is sitting on a daytime talk show with an audience full of women, and he has the nerve to say that Rihanna is, is not Beyonce. It's like, who asked you about that? Well, he understands one thing. What, being a jerk? No, he understands the power of the consumer. And the power of the consumer isn't going to be the age of Rihanna. They're going to more so be the age of Beyonce. He's just appealing to the masses when it comes to those who still read books. Uh, no. He put his foot in his mouth, and he said something that he doesn't understand. And then like an hour later, two hours later, he had to apologize for it because Rihanna fans were whooping his ass. That's like, how about this, Shep? I don't, I'm trying to think of an appropriate example. It's like someone who calls up and says, uh, they're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't know. How can I say it without getting in trouble? <laughs> well, Jared, if we're being honest, um, and this is you're my— gonna, You're going to tell me Rihanna is not Beyonce? You want to get cursed out too? No, this is—I mean, I mean, Stephen A. Smith has had a, a platform and level of freedom to speak his mind maybe more so than anyone outside of Charles Barkley in all of sports media. So he is going to completely say whatever and however comes through his head. Yeah, but he's not, he's not Charles Barkley. Well, he thinks he is. Well, he, he's not. Look, th- there's only but so many apologies that you can spit out before people go, man, we don't care about you. Hey, shut up. Like, stick to basketball. Like, like it's not, this is shut up and dribble for someone who doesn't even dribble anymore. He dribbled in college, but that not even necessarily at a high level. You got to be careful with what you say. You have an opportunity. It's like, hey, you're asking about Rihanna and you saying, oh, she's not Beyonce. Like, come on, man. He brought out the hatchet. Ain't nobody ask you about that. I, I don't even remember Super Bowl halftime shows. I don't. I think I've seen... Probably every single one for the past, I don't know, 35 years. I remember Michael Jackson, barely Beyonce, the one that we just saw, and I saw Katy Perry. And the only reason I remember Katy Perry is because she did not have Juicy J with her on her Super Bowl halftime performance. And I also remember it took place in Phoenix, Arizona, because I just left the game. And that's that's the only reason why I remember do you remember Super Bowl halftime? Does anybody care? It, it, it's tough to um, forget any performance by Michael Jackson. And he's an individual that I think most people at this point can separate the art from the artist. I would say Bruno Mars. You cannot put your nose up at him for one second. Don't remember it. You don't remember Bruno? I don't. I remember wow. uh, I, I remember the weekend because he had a bunch of clones. <laughs> and he was and a I don't pitch. remember anything else about it. <laughs> he was a little off pitch, though, in blinding, in blinding lights. No, no disrespect to him. I know he's got an incredible story, but... You said what about lights? What? Well, no, his... his you, you know this. You're, you're, you know music as well as anybody, but, but he has his hit song, Blind, Blinding Lights. Um, he, he did not sound so on pitch when he was performing. Let, let's just put it that way. I don't... I, don't, I, don't, I, I probably know the song. I'm sure I know the song. I don't know the name. And I don't remember if he sounded bad. I just remember he looked like he was uh, 
he was very energetic and he looked at many mirrors while he performed. Well, you know, JR, to, to me, the, the Super Bowl performance that took the cake was as recently as 10, 11 months ago. And that was, of course, I should say 11 months ago now. I can't believe it was mid- Wasn't it? Uh, wait, wait, hold on. Hold yep. on. I won't say anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dr. Dre. Yes, sir. Yeah, I remember that. I'll never forget that. Yes, sir. And it's Mary J. Blige, yes. Dr. J, yep. Eminem, or yep. Dr. Dre. Yep. And then Snoop Dogg. Yeah. yeah. And, and an individual that is more our generation, but understands his roots and understands the culture of hip-hop, and that is obviously Kendrick Lamar. Oh, yeah. He was there, too? He was fantastic. Oh, I didn't remember him being there, but he was. And You're 50. Right. And fifty. Yeah, 50 Cent. He right. came and he was upside down. That's right. Yeah. I remember that. Because it's so unusual. Right. I, I barely remember, uh, was it The Who? The Who was there at halftime, right? About 15 years of The Who? I could, oh, my God. I don't know if it was The Who. I, I know you 2 has Coldplay. performed. Coldplay, yeah, right? Yeah, Chris, Chris Martin has definitely performed. He's been there multiple times. Yeah, Coldplay, yeah. Sure. Um, Beyonce's another one. <sighs> I, I, I don't remember these stupid-ass halftime shows. <laughs> I remember yeah. them when I see him, and then when it's done after two weeks, I don't remember. I don't care. Sure. I don't care. Paul McCartney has done a Super Bowl as well. He does. Yeah. We ain't going to see him do no uh, no Super Bowl no more. He's a little too old for that. By the way, any any fascination with Andy Murray right now? Are you, are you, are you blown away by that guy? He, Andy he was, Murray? He was what, playing, he, uh, playing tennis? Back-to-back five-setters. The guy, was, the guy was on the doorstep of retirement, and right now he is the story of men's tennis. No, okay. I'm 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 still early here in the the Australian Fair Open. Enough. So Fair enough. I'm paying attention to the women. I see Coco Goff has moved on. I see uh, Francis Tiafo has moved on. Oh, he's unbelievable. Yeah, I'm I'm not thinking about him. Fair enough. But uh, we we got Stephen A. dissing Rihanna. Uh, we we do uh, unfortunately yes. And this, this is, is this on uh, this is on Sherry Sherry Shepherd's show, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, let's hear it. Are you excited for this halftime show? I don't want to say I'm not excited. She's fantastic. That's, yes. not, where I'm, that's not where I'm going with this. Okay, where are you going with? Ladies and, gen- ladies and gentlemen, she's a lot of things. She's spectacular, actually. Yes. And congratulations on New Mamahood. Yes. I sense There's the one thing she's not. Uh-huh. She ain't Beyonce. I know she's not Beyonce, but you know, wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Hold on. Steven. The only reason I brought up, the only reason, the only reason I brought up Beyonce yes. is because Beyonce recently performed at the Super Bowl. Yes, she did. And, and with, with and without Bruno Mars and Coldplay. Okay, so Beyonce performed, but she's had her time. Now it's Rihanna. Rihanna's coming back. She got that extra um of motherhood. I like Rihanna. I, you know what? I, I, I like television. Uh-huh. I like a lot of talent out there. There's some spectacular females in television. I just want to say that. Everybody ain't Sherry. Oh, so he he's he trying to clean it up. Come on. <laughs> like there's no there's no comparison. This is what people in a general sense do not like. Why do you gotta chop somebody down and bring up somebody else? And and if if anything, provide context. Say I'm looking forward to see uh, uh, Rihanna, and I think Beyonce had one of the greatest performances of all. T- Leave it there. Why you got to chop her down and, and, and look at her, compare her to Beyonce for what? I think that's lazy, and he apologized for it. 
And I don't think he apologized for it because he, he's sorry, but he apologized before so he didn't get his ass whooped in the court of public opinion or at least on Twitter. And then he had to apologize for something his own publicist said. And then he goes, oh, my publicist put out a tweet saying that, oh, my God, Rihanna fans are worse than Beyonce fans. And then he apologized for that and threw his assistant or whoever it is under the bus. It's like, where's the accountability? Just let people be people. Why you gotta, why you gotta hate on somebody and in, in order to, to say, oh, well, they're not this. She ain't ask you about Beyonce. Say Beyonce is great, but you want to see if Rihanna can live up to it. That, that, that's even more appropriate than what he said. What happened if somebody's talking to Stephen A. Smith and maybe he doesn't care because he makes $8, $12 million a year? What if somebody came to him and said, yeah, yeah, Stephen A. is good, but he's not, uh, he's not Howard Cosell. You go, well, I'm not Howard Cosell. I make more money. Maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe his head can't fit through a door. What do I know? I think that's also accurate. I've heard that before. <laughs> I actually know that by experience, but I digress. Is that true? What? In your, in your experience? Because I've, I've seen different versions of him. No, I've seen a version of him and had an interactive moment with him where his head didn't fit in the door. Yes, correct. And I, obviously that's metaphorically. Well, not necessarily. <laughs> okay. His head was able to fit through the door, and he wanted to know where the makeup room was. Gotcha. I, I just I'm so so Jr. So with Stephen A. Yeah. Um, like he just reminds me a lot of you. Like you guys are always working. Like he's like he'll call in to Sirius XM NBA Radio all the time. Yeah, I hear him with Frank Isola. Yeah. Right, but he'll also come on with Rick Mahorn on Saturday mornings at ten twenty. Randomly, he'll just call in. Yeah. Just because he thinks that, you know, Rick's being too soft on players. And then Steven will go into a five, six, seven-minute diatribe. And he just, he lives and breathes this stuff. And and I don't have to tell you, you know this guy very well, his history, 21st, you know, 21st black columnist in the history of sports writing in this country. He has paid so many dues to get to where he is. And to your point, he doesn't need to take it here. I get that point, but he is also someone that I you would feel like wouldn't be so egotistical because he understands what it takes to do the necessary daily grind in order to attain what you want. And because of that, he would show and imbue a lot of humility. Yeah, it should. Yes. It should is the word. It it. Should, just because something should be the case doesn't mean that it is. That's unfortunate. By the way, I don't think most people knew Sherry Shepard had a show until Stephen A. Smith came on and said these words. Let's be honest about that for a second. Oh, well, damn. Well, she ended up with the show because Wendy Williams uh, yeah, yeah. Wendy Williams has her issues. That was unfortunate. Wendy says she doesn't have her issues, though. But she does. Yes. Anyways, the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're just getting started. Yeah, we're talking about Wendy Williams and Rihanna and Beyonce. It's a modern-day TMZ. A matter of fact, the phone lines are open. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to talk to you on the other side of the break. If you give a damn about Rihanna and the Super Bowl halftime show, by all means, tell me that you do or do not. We won't crap on you like Stephen A. Smith. And then also, we're going to talk about Lamar Jackson. Because I feel like the, the Baltimore Ravens, are they, they playing mind games with this guy? Are they trying to force him to sign a contract? Are they trying to shame Lamar Jackson into signing a contract? We're going to discuss it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to get into it. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, just getting started. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. 
from you. Call him now at 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. Hey, listen, we're just getting started here on CBS Sports Radio. And we got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about the uh, the NFL playoffs, obviously. Uh, I want to spend time talking about Lamar Jackson, the Baltimore Ravens, both their general manager and their head coach, had some statements to make today about Lamar Jackson and his future. And then we just got the show started. And we got people who have opinions on the the Super Bowl halftime show. Rihanna? Yeah, Rihanna's going to perform. Rihanna doesn't even make music anymore. Rihanna became a billionaire by selling underwear. God bless her. I don't think I could sell underwear and make a billion dollars, but I don't look like Rihanna. And so good for her. She don't have to make music. But she does. She's going to be doing halftime. And so Stephen A. Smith is running around promoting a book. Good for him. And he was on Sherry Shepard, who replaced Wendy Williams. If you know who these people are, that means you watch TV in the daytime. Good for you. And he basically said, a matter of fact, don't listen to me. This is what Stephen A. said about Rihanna. Are you excited for this halftime show? I don't want to say I'm not excited. She's fantastic. That's, yes. not, where I'm, that's not where I'm going with this. Okay, where are you going? Ladies and, gen- ladies and gentlemen, she's a lot of things. She's spectacular, actually. Yes. And congratulations on new mamahood. Yes. There's one thing she's not. Uh Uh-huh. She ain't Beyonce. I know she's not Beyonce, but you know, wait a minute, hold up, hold up. Hold on. The only reason I brought up, the only reason, the only reason I brought up Beyonce is because Beyonce recently performed at the Super Bowl. Yes, she did. No more. We don't need to hear no more of that crap. This fool learned the hard way. He had to apologize like a couple of hours after that. You could tell by the gasp. It's like, why, why are you doing that? You got you, you putting one black woman against the other one and you're chopping them down. Oh, man, they were ready to tear him to shreds. And it's unnecessary. Why you got to compare? It's like having a kid. It's like having two kids. It's like both of these kids belong to you. One is in fifth grade, one is in third grade. And the third grader comes home with a B. And the fifth grader comes home with an A. And the fifth grader has had two more years to get A's. And then you look at your own third grader and go, you ain't your older brother. Like, damn. It, what's that got to do with me? He's been here two two years older than me. Beyonce's been around longer. She's more, more established, whatever. Why you got to put it in that perspective? And then he had to apologize and say sorry. Me, I don't remember any of the damn Super Bowl halftime shows. They come, they go. I remember a scene, and that's all I remember. I don't care. It's just funny. Rihanna will be at halftime, and I expect her to do a great performance, and she's going to do Umbrella. Shep, you know Umbrella? Of course. Uh, you know the other one? What's my name? Oh, nah. You know that one? Oh, yeah. Uh, what's the other song? SOS, right? Yeah, the, what's the, the, the round and around and around and around she goes? What's that one? 
That's Rihanna? That's definitely Rihanna. I don't know that. No, I don't know that. She's going to do all those songs. And all I'm going to remember is about two seconds. Like if she flies upside down or something. Uh, I like her records. I like Beyonce too. I like Drunk in Love. It's about people who are drunk, making love. I love it. Anyway, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm sure this is the only program on CBS Sports Radio which has delved deep into Rihanna and Beyonce songs, but it's the JR Sport Brief Show. Uh, Let's go ahead and talk to Camp. This is Umbrella. It's Umbrella, right? Umbrella. Uh, I'm not going to do the words. Because when it's sunshine, it's... Yeah, Umbrella. Okay, no more. And let's talk to Cam from PA. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Cam? Hey, what's up? They are uh, listening to you for a while. It's good stuff. Um, just want to weigh in on the Stephen A. Smith thing. Uh, he's a sports analyst. He has one, two, three. There's rankings on what he says. So that's how he was bringing that up. I mean, he did it as good as anybody could do. And um, if it was like male rappers, this would have never been an issue, but it's because they're females and we can't do that. You know, everybody has to be a winner on that part. So Steve, A did good in my eyes. Um, yeah. He did good. Did good. Did good. How what's good about what he said? He's, he's, I mean, I understand him as a sports analyst. It, he's going to comp- like do comparisons. And the question like, he's talking about Rihanna. She's going to compare that with well, someone he knows. Yeah, but he's what not... he, and his, He's not a dummy. He he wasn't asked about the uh, the chances of the Buffalo Bills and the Bengals in the Super Bowl. He was asked strictly about Rihanna, and he took a chance and an opportunity to undercut her to big up Beyonce, which was unnecessary. I I think that's just how some people would view that. I mean, he does it all the time. This happens all the time. But I believe just because it's females, it's looked at differently. Because if somebody said like. Yeah, Lil Wayne is going to perform. Yeah, but he's not no Jay-Z. Nobody's going to be like, oh, why would you like? Why would you even bring that up? Or, well, I, I would because say it's that. just female, so it's like yeah. a little bit more like walking on eggshells. And he uh, has I big cojones to uh, do it on a show like that. But Yeah, well, he's stupid. That's the point. <laughs> I think it's, uh, I, first of all, I think, I think Rihanna and Beyonce are more comparable than the two Carters, by the way. Uh, the fact that he did this on a a show that is geared towards women uh, with a black woman in front of him about two other black women with a black female audience from a black man was absolutely stupid. Yeah, and I think that's where our views, like, differentiate. I just take it for what it is, man, the black okay. and white thing. I try well, not to because well, then don't it have gets to. complicated just, well, and camp, sentimental that, stuff gets in and it just well, gets camp. complicated. Camp, it's not that complicated because I'm telling you, and I'm a black man. It's right. very, uh, very simple for me to to elevate someone else. And thank you, Camp, for calling from PA. It's not complicated. You asked about Rihanna. What you chopping now? What you chopping her down compared to people? Don't like that. What if somebody said that to him years ago and said, "Oh, Stephen A. So oh, he's not Michael Wilbon. He wouldn't appreciate that. That's why he apologized." And he's had success, God bless him, but you, you don't do that. He's smarter than that. He's not a dummy. Man, he's calling from Flushing. You're on CBS Sports Radio. 
What's up, Jr. How you doing? I'm amazing. What's up? I'm oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. But uh, I'm good. But Stephen A. Smith, not so much, unfortunately. I mean, I mean, any you know, Stephen A. Smith. He, you know, is what one thing that is always associated with him is controversy, no matter how good or bad he is. But I mean, I mean, I'm not so. I mean, listen. I mean, I mean, look. I I love. Listen. I, I don't care who performs. It's gonna. It's gonna be. A, I mean, the Super Bowl is gonna be. Hell of a, um, for a half time, so it's going to be hell of a performance. But I agree with you. Like you can't go there and pit again, um, try to pit against another black woman to another black woman. I remember he 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 did that years ago with uh, LeBron James' wife and Steph Curry's wife years ago at the finals. Um, it was a. I mean, I, I didn't like it at all. But but it, it seems to me. But it seems like you know, guys, people like Stephen A. Smith. I mean, the one thing I didn't like about the apology, he throw his publicist under the bus. I mean, who will do that? I mean, look, man, I made a mistake. I didn't mean. I mean, I I, I apologize. I meant no harm against Miss um, Miss um, Rihanna and and Miss Carter. I was wrong. I'm sorry. That's it. Those just don't bring up your publicist and treat about it. I mean, it looked like a damn like make you look like a damn fool, like you're snitching yeah. or something. Yeah, he didn't he didn't do himself any any favors. I agree with you, Manny. Thank you for calling from from Flushing. He didn't do himself no favors, and he loves this. He he gets attention from this, but there comes a point in time where it's played out. It becomes played out, especially as you get older. It gets played out. That's the part that he doesn't like. He loves the attention. He doesn't care. He doesn't give a damn that I'm talking about him now. He probably loves it. But it gets played out. Stephen A. Smith didn't respond when Shaquille O'Neal made fun of his hairline last week, did he? He doesn't want attention on that because it shows that he's getting older. Hey, Betty's calling from Indiana. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Thanks for taking the call, Jr. Sure. Um, you know, my issue with Stephen A. Smith is that this is not the first time he's put his foot in his mouth. Um, your screener helped me um, with what I was trying to remember uh, if you, I won't take you back to the Ray Rice scenario. When when Ray Rice did what he did in that elevator, it was terrible. And he said, and I quote, "Women should think about not to provoke the wrong actions oh from men." He, he decked her, and he 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 almost he, he could have killed her. And that was Stephen A. Smith. He said the same thing. I mean, now this isn't quite on that level, but you know, sometimes these talking heads. You know, on, on TV, they, they just they, they say things for attention, but you got to think before you speak. I mean, you can't say the wrong. I mean, on TV, I guess you can say the wrong thing to certain people. But, I mean, this guy has been putting his foot in his mouth for so long. You know, I'm sick of it. Well, you know what, Betty, and I, I can attest, when you sit down and do two hours or three hours or four hours of, of commentary a night, it's bound to happen, but you have to be smart enough to be prudent in what you say. I sit here for four hours a night and talk to folks. And am I sitting around like Stephen A. Smith? No, I'm not. But I'm also not that dumb. I'm, I'm very particular and very careful in what I say, and I'm still able to express myself without being that much of a jackass. It's, you, you gotta, it's, a, it's a line to talk. It's, it's one way that you can express yourself and how you feel without having to absolutely be offensive but it's tough it's hard and he's on tv all the damn time and he was on tv and he was a sherry shepherd and he said something stupid 
And what else is new? He's going to apologize for something else six months from now. I guarantee it. Hey, Marco Belletti, you like you like Rihanna, Marco? You like Rihanna? I got to be fair, Jared. No idea. I, I, I wouldn't know five songs. You know Umbrella. Uh, maybe uh, if I heard it off the top of my head, no. You like Beyonce? Not my thing. I'm more of a hard rock, like classic rock. And I'll be fair, I'm old. So the stuff that I listen to is older because I don't really um, – I wind up getting into the stuff that I've always listened to and have a hard time getting into the newer stuff. Out here telling lies to the people. Marco Belletti's not old. He likes Rihanna and Beyonce. No, no, no. You, let's be fair. Let's be honest. No. I, I, I was never, Look, I like older stuff. I right. don't really get into the newer stuff. I kind of. It's almost like my world ended in like 2003. Rihanna had records out in, I don't know, 2004, 5, 6, 7, 8. What can I tell you, Jr.? I missed it. I'll, I'll, I'll send you. Uh, you, you play vinyl. You you got vinyl? No, I ain't that old. <laughs> I got. I'm not old. I got vinyl. I got vinyl. I no, got vinyl. I, I, no, I never went back. And I used to have it when I was younger. You know, vinyl when it was you know in the four, old 45s that I used to listen to all the time. But yeah. no, I don't have any of that stuff anymore. I got vinyl. I got. A, I got a record player in my house. Sometimes I play. I play. I play radio through my record player. It's 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 2023. I play anything. Record yeah. man. See, you're 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 more like classic vintage in that regard. It's almost kind of like hip. I'm just kind of old and broken down and busted. So like, there's a difference. Okay. I'm gonna <laughs> send you a record player and some Rihanna so you can catch up. Okay. I'll give it a try. Okay, my main man. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio, 855-2124-CBS. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you, man. We love you down here in Texas, okay, JR? Hey, how you doing, man? I love your show. Love the topic. Thank you. I'll be uh, listening again in the future. This is a great show. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. We got a lot of people on the lines with a lot of thoughts, a lot of opinions. At the top of the hour, we're going to talk about Lamar Jackson. The Ravens had some comments about him, his future with Baltimore, his contract status. None of it is a surprise. Are they just being honest? Are they just trying to force him into a a contract situation? Is Lamar Jackson going to capitulate? Is he going to give in? Is he just going to say, oh, yeah, I'll just sign the deal? Or is he going to say no? I had a conversation with a friend today who goes, can we get Lamar down to Atlanta? And I said, man, if he wants to force his way. Don't hold your breath. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Ernest is calling from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, fellas. How's it going this evening? Hope you guys are having a good evening. Once again, big fan. I just wanted to say um, <clears throat> that, in uh, my opinion, I think the most uh, memorable or, you know, the most risque Halftime show was the um, the wardrobe malfunction with uh, Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake. It was, you know, it was, that was pretty classic. So that's hard, kind of hard to forget. And um, two, uh, I agree with you. Slow down, Ernest. Go ahead. How about that? 
You just just because of Janet Jackson's chest. That's why you remember, huh? Well, I mean, I mean, I was younger. This was a long time ago, and oh, you know, okay. that, things like that just generally didn't happen. You know, oh, on you TV then. It. You loved it. Y'all, <laughs> I you think a lot of people happened. remember that one. No, oh, I didn't ask you if they remembered. I asked you if you loved it. Oh yeah, I was. I liked it. Oh, I'm sure you did. What else you got? Um, and I honestly, I was listening to what you were saying about um, uh, Stephen A. And I honestly, I agree, man. Like you know, he says I've, I've watched him for a long time. He says a lot of dumb things. Usually have to apologize afterwards. Usually wrong about a lot of the things he says. And I just didn't. Uh, uh, I think it just rubbed people the wrong way. I'm neither here nor there when it comes to Stephen A. But I think it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way that he tried to minimalize one woman to like raise up the woman of his, you know, that, that he prefers. So I don't think that, uh, you know, uh, that wasn't very cool. And he really, at the end of the segment, he should have said, you know, the reason why I say that is because she's from my generation and like, you know, I'm more partial to her because, you know, she's been around since the nineties, since uh, uh, destiny's child. So that would be more understandable, but uh, you know, he, he didn't say any of that. So. Ernest, you like you like Destiny's Child? Um, I, I mean, you know, I'm not here nor there, but I mean, it was it was a popular band, a what's popular group favorite, that everybody favorite, everybody liked. Your, no, what's your favorite Destiny's Child song? I I don't have one. I'm sorry. You, Bills, my, Bills, I can tell you my favorite Rihanna song. What F&M. is it? Ernest, you went from you went from Janet Jackson's breast to Rihanna whips and chains excite me by Ernest. Ernest was like, okay, Jay, I'll leave. Yeah, Ernest, man, we trying to keep the show PG. He's like, SM, relax. Mike is calling from Baltimore. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Mike? What's up, JR? Just uh, always love the thought radio show that you uh, put on every night. So uh, This is a thoughtful I, show? I mean, it, 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 it causes people to think, I think, on a lot of levels. So I, I wasn't really going to – I was going to call about the Ravens, and I still want to get something in on that. But I think the trigger about Stephen A. is that it just fits into this notion that black American culture is monolithic, and we always have to compare. There's, like, just one person that you have to always compare to. Like, everything is compared to Michael Jordan or Martin Luther King. Like, we've only been able to produce, like, one leader to compare to. And, and – Instead of just the evolution of leadership, evolution of entertainment, you know, why, again, this comparison, it doesn't have to be. Why, you know, it's so, so she's not Beyonce, she's Rihanna. It's another, you know, another example of, you know, an entertainer, you know, of, of black culture being put on stage. And, and so let's just enjoy it for what it's worth. It, it doesn't, you don't have to put one, doesn't always have to have this comparison as if I, she, as, as like you can't you. be better than, you know, so what? I mean, that doesn't matter. Now, to me, the greatest Super Bowl halftime show was Prince because, to me, Prince is the greatest entertainer of my lifetime. So, period. And that's what I remember. So, okay. Um, I, now, I agree as far with you, and I don't know the Prince part, but I agree with you about uh, black folks being a monolith. What else you got? Yeah. What, excuse me. What so, else you got? The reason I've always said I'm a Ravens fan is because of the organization. And, uh, you know, the transition, the fluidity of it from, you know, the two general managers, an owner who seems to get it, Harbaugh, they all seem to get it. And I think what has happened to them here, quite frankly, is that they, you know, the Ravens have always had a way, you know, they draft, they don't do a lot in free agency. 
you know, they do, you know, when the Ravens value something, they find a way to keep it. And I think they really thought within their system, within their business model, what they were doing with Lamar was going to be good enough. But I think they realized, no, that's not going to work. You know, I was looking at the numbers, you know, so Deshaun, you know, Deshaun Watson's got 230 million guaranteed money. The next is Kyler Murray at 189. I think the Ravens should be able to find something. I think you can basically say, look, it's like anything. Kick out the highest, kick out the lowest, or whatever it is. I mean, the Watson deal is an outlier. But they certainly are going to have to learn. I mean, the, the Ravens' way, to me, is going to have to take a little change here because you're going to have to give this kid at least 190 to 200, and it's got to be guaranteed. If Kyler Murray's at 189. I agree with you, you, Mike, and and, and here's the deal, and thank you so much for calling from Baltimore. I believe he'll still be a Raven, and if he doesn't, he's going to go elsewhere. That's it. He's the one. He has the power and the influence. If he wants to bounce, he can. He can. If they don't come to an agreement, he's going to price himself out and then he'll either A, be a free agent, or B, he'll be traded. Like, he, he has the power. What are they going to do, tag him for about 45 anyway? And then what are you going to do, tag him again a subsequent year and pay him, I don't know, 50-plus? You got to figure out something long-term. Otherwise, it's going to be bad for y'all. And so the Ravens are really the ones that have to, quote-unquote, give in. Otherwise, the Baltimore Ravens are going to be cooked. They've built this entire team around Lamar Jackson and what he can do and what he can't do, and they haven't haven't even boosted him up enough with surrounding talent. It ain't good. It ain't good enough. His most consistent threat in his career, and by the way, Lamar Jackson is still only 25 years old. His most consistent threat has been Mark Andrews. What better example do you need when Sammy Watkins is the one telling everybody, oh, yeah, yeah, Lamar Jackson, yeah, yeah, we need him to play. When have you played football? You ain't been good in, I don't know, six years. Shut up. Go hand somebody some water on the bench. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to hear from the Ravens on the other side of the break, and I'm going to hear from you. Don't move. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.